Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to something new, the More Than Mom Hour. I am Megan Francis here, as always, with Sarah Powers. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Megan. I'm excited about this. Me too. So this is something new um, because we have been doing these sort of every so often More Than Mom Hour episodes of the Mom Hour, where we talk about stuff outside of motherhood, just fun, you know, fun little things here and there. And then we realized we have a lot of that kind of stuff to talk about and that it would be really fun to kind of just make that its own thing. So, yeah, and we don't want yeah. it to take away from we still have plenty to say about motherhood and parenting. Right. Um, just not enough podcast days in the week, Megan. There aren't. I know we just need more, 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 more. So um, this is going to be a new separate series and airing on Sundays. Not every not every single Sunday, but you can expect it a couple times a month or more. And then it's going to be a little shorter, but it's going to show up in the same feed. So you just go to the momhour.com and you'll find more than mom hour. If you're looking for a specific episode, you can search for it right there at the momhour.com. And it will show up um, in the same feed on whatever podcast app you use. Yep, so you it's don't just, have to. Yeah, you don't have like to a little go bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bonus. I love this this week's topic. I wanted to start with a really easy one and something that I've been thinking about a lot, and that is beauty product nostalgia. I love this. And I will tell you what actually made me think of this conversation or, or this topic. I watched um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, I've been wanting recently. to watch that. It's, it's fantastic, and there's this whole bit. Um, in the early part of the first season where every night she puts cold cream on her face. Mm -hmm. And for some reason that got me thinking about Noxzema Mm -hmm. and how I used to use Noxzema religiously. And I honestly could not tell you the last time I saw a jar of Noxzema. And I don't know if they don't sell it anymore or if I just don't notice it anymore. Maybe they sell it in a different kind of package. I really don't know. But it just got me thinking about all those beauty products that were a staple of my life in like the 80s and 90s um, when I was coming of age. And and also, I think it's going to be really interesting, um, Sarah, since I'm a little bit older than you, but also went to school quite a bit earlier than you. Like I was on the yes. really young end for my grade. Yes. So you're like two and a half years older, four grades ahead of me. Yeah. And you had an older, older sister, sibling. which I yep. yeah, which I just feel like makes you 
you aged up faster than I did or something. Yes, I had access to her products yeah. from an early age. And so that definitely changed things. So I'm really excited to talk about this. It's going to be really fun. When you started naming off yours, I like it triggers those. It just triggers all of those memories. And I actually right. had to Google a couple of mine. And sure enough, they came up because while it's one little piece of my memory, you forget that like I, I was pretty mainstream. So I was using right. the lipstick that everybody was using right. and when I looked for it there it was with the name I couldn't remember the name of the color and there it was because it was totally yeah. a popular thing um yeah this is going to be really fun Sarah we both know this time of year can be crazy so this is a great time to get ahead with no prep no mess meals from our sponsor factor I love how these meals are ready to eat and delivered right to your door I mean you can't beat that convenience but most importantly they're seriously delicious yeah, Megan, I agree. Our whole family was impressed with the quality and flavor of Factor Meals we tried. And it turned out to be a great option for my teenagers when they got home late from a theater practice or came home from school super hungry. There's zero prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Factor Meals just need to be heated for about two minutes and they're ready to go. Yeah, and for any listeners with wellness goals this month, Factor has six menu preferences to support your lifestyle, whether you're trying to boost your protein, avoiding meat, or simply focusing on well-balanced meals. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your lifestyle. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code MOMHOUR50 at factormeals.com slash MOMHOUR50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from our place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Are you ready to dig in? I am. Are you I'm rolling start? up my sleeves. You are, you <laughs> yeah. are driving the bus. I am driving the bus. That's also a different thing about this. Um, we decided since we're adding more content so that Sarah wouldn't lose her ever loving mind, I would actually kind of be in charge of this, which is, this is the right kind of thing to put me in charge of because it's really going to just be kind of fun and talking about silly things. And, you know, you, no, <laughs> so. and you, you are great off the cuff. This, oh, th these you. episodes don't need as much structure. We're just going to laugh 
a lot. Yeah, exactly. And, and I also, well, before we get started, I really hope listeners give us feedback on these. Um, the The feeling of these episodes will be a little more casual, a little more relaxed, but we heard from you guys that you're all about that and that that's super fun for you. Um, so I, I also think we're going to be talking about things that people want to chime in on, like, oh, 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 I remember that. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Oh, up. no, I totally want to hear that. Shoot us an email after you listen to this or leave a comment on the show notes or however you find us. You guys know where we are. So Okay, now go. All right. Now I'm going to dig in. Now okay. So not only do I remember a lot of products from the late 80s and early 90s, I remember a lot of slogans and a lot of jingles. So I may burst into song. I hope so. During this episode. Um, but I, I organized my thoughts um, starting with, you know, just by body part or whatever. Okay. And so I'm going to start with hair. Okay. And we can just kind of go back and forth. So my first hair product, like hair shampoo obsession that I remember was Germac shampoo. That name sounds familiar, but I can't place it at all. Well, would you like me to sing you <laughs> yes, please. the jingle? Mm-hmm. Okay. At least this is how it was in the 90s. It was Jermac Bounce Back, Beautiful Hair. Oh, I, yeah. Jermac Bounce Back, Beautiful Hair. Okay, so that was the song. Okay. I did not discover Jermac until I was, I don't know, 12 or 13, and it was at Sam's Club of all places, and this okay. was like early Sam's Club. I don't remember. I don't think it had been around very long, and- my stepmom bought an enormous bottle of it. And I don't know why to me it seemed really fancy. It wasn't. It was just shampoo. <laughs> it was okay. Like, and, but I really got into it. Like, I loved the smell of it. And I thought for some reason it made my hair like feel so much better than any other shampoo I'd ever used. So I was mildly obsessed with that until herbal essences took over. And right. I'm sure you had experience yes. with herbal essences. Yes. That is one more I remember. I remember the hairspray. Do you remember how it would look like the flowers were like in the back of the bottle? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like it, it was, was painted on the yes. inside. Yes. Yes. Um, And I just remember like that kind of pastel creaminess of the conditioners, like yes. the color and how they smelled. I don't remember having a specific smell like that. Well, I, it, like, I thought Herbal Essences was just one smell. I thought. Did they branch out? I feel like they did. Okay. Because I remember it having like, I remember the first time I used it thinking, this is the best smelling thing yeah. I have ever smelled in my entire life. Maybe and they so had spinoffs. They might, they must have later. Cause I think at first it was like, it's Clairol, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And I, I thought the whole thing was the, the one scent, but I could be totally wrong. So can um, I. <laughs> speaking of smell, I'm going to need some listeners to help me out with this. Okay. I had this, I want to say hairspray when I was in eighth grade. So okay. that would have been 19. 19- uh, 89, 80, 88, 89. And it smelled like apples. I feel like our math is wrong. I graduated from eighth grade in 94. I graduated high school in 94. You're only two years older than me. I know, but I was born in 77 and I was definitely in eighth grade in 12. And you skipped like five grades. Okay. I skipped one, but I'm also, remember I also have like a late, um, I have a July birthday. So I was very young anyway. Then and I skipped, then skipped a grade. A grade. Okay. So that put me ahead like two grades. So okay. yeah, I'm, I was a babe, a wee babe. Okay. Um, but anyway, this, the shampoo and hairspray, it was like a whole line and it was very, very late eighties. It was think scrunch socks or slouch mm-hmm. socks in bright colors, but yeah. you would like flip them so that they, you know, yep. like yep. you'd layer them and flip I'm them. I'm with you. That time, scrunchies. Think this is the time your hair was so crunchy, mm-hmm. and so I would spray. But it wasn't, it wasn't a um, aerosol can. It was a spritz, which always made your hair crunchier. I thought, mm-hmm. 
And so it was some kind of like some kind of spray that smelled like apples. And I want to say there was also a watermelon version. And I was really into that that whole year. But I cannot I've Googled my butt off and I cannot find what the stuff was called. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Do you have anything like that? Like it's just lost? Yeah, I do. I have a couple. um, But I was going to say on the hair note, what I, I first of all, I don't think I really used any kind of product i didn't even really use conditioner until i was like maybe late high school like i just washed my hair i let it i don't maybe it was a california thing like i just didn't i washed my hair but i didn't do much else with it i do remember spraying my bangs in like right around 1990 like 89 90 but i was pretty young i was like not even middle school yet so it was just like a half like an effort on the bangs um but the the shampoo I remember being in every like grown up bathroom was Paul Mitchell. Do you feel like oh, yeah. that was like that was like the salon? Like I don't think I used it, but that's I just remember Paul Mitchell products being well where from the salon. My seventh and eighth grade locker room, all of the popular girls with money had Paul Mitchell. Right, and it always smelled of Paul Mitchell. But like I was, it, it's kind of like a banana smell or something, right? Isn't it? It's it's like a I can almost smell it. it yeah. I mean, it's like, like a, a tropical. It just smells. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You probably remember better than me. Well, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong one because there was another one. There was Biolage as well, mm-hmm. which was another one that was popular. And to me, that was something like grownups would have used that I would not have been allowed to have of my for myself. Yeah. I don't but, think I had Paul Mitchell in my own bathroom, but I think my mom had it in hers. But there were definitely girls in school who did have that. And so it was kind of this status symbol to whip out your bottle of Paul Mitchell and spray it all around <laughs> i'm just like i'm visualizing all these girls in front of the mirror like teasing their bangs and there's just a cloud of paul mitchell and so people funny. talk about aquanet that was not a thing for me i like, think aquanet was earlier wasn't it like yeah really it must 80s. have been like when you really had to like rat your hair we did use rave for a little while that was when people were trying to get those wings on the side yeah the, that came up yeah. in i do i'll have a i have a great um blog post from shinos.com about this exact topic um and rave was in there i think um yeah aquanet would have been like since i was a dancer like aquanet would have been what you used like for a hardcore shellacked right. ballet bun but that was right. not for like recreational hair styles <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was not for your everyday for hair. the stage for yes. the stage now one thing we both came up with um was sun and spray yes now in michigan you use sun and spray to make it look like you had access to a beach <laughs> When you did not. (laughs) I mean, we would still use it and then go to the beach. I mean, just just the natural highlights. And I always remember thinking I remember this sort of like dual personality where on the one hand, I kind of like wanted this extreme highlighted look. And I did have like dirty blonde kind of honey blonde hair. So I had the kind of hair that would have highlighted really well. There was some blonde and some, you know, mousy brown. Um, But I I remember because you didn't you put it on when it was wet some of it or maybe that was I think you well there was two brands there yeah was sun in and there was a different one but I think they were both just hydrogen peroxide right but like one had like lemon juice in it yeah to I make it seem more natural so but anyway I always remember kind of hoping that the effect would be extreme but then also kind of being relieved when it wasn't like it was yes. just barely noticeable yeah yeah no totally and I I had also light colored hair so for me the effect was never like I wasn't in the sun that much and it really just it would have taken a lot for there to be noticeable highlights in my right. hair, I think. So, yeah, I had the same thing like, oh, I really want to look like the girl in the package. But at the same time, I really just kind of want my normal hair. Yeah. 
And it never <laughs> was a little quite bit more. extreme. Yeah. Uh, well, you got, do you have any more hair? I don't think so. I think I was really about? low maintenance. Like I didn't learn how to blow dry my hair until I was in college. I think I was like hair challenged. You know, one thing that is interesting, and I don't remember if we've talked about it on the podcast before, but um, the last time before now, so I have longer hair again, but the last time I had truly long hair was probably close to 20 years ago. It was when Jacob was a baby. Um, and the product was so terrible then. Like there yeah. wasn't, there wasn't good. There weren't balms and pomades. You could get some of that stuff at the higher end salons, yeah. but it cost a lot. No serums. You could not. Yeah. The serum, like you just couldn't walk into the store and buy that stuff that yeah. would tame your hair or help it do, you know, what you wanted it to do and stuff. So, um, product has come a long way and I feel like it just all smelled good when we were younger, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I don't know that it actually did anything. It just smelled good. That's so all right. So I'm going to move on to skin. Okay. I already talked about Noxzema. Um, I have to tell you that after I started thinking about Noxzema, it led me to go into this like rabbit hole of research about um, kind of like the rise of the cold cream and where like why it fell out of fashion. And a lot of people said things like in these articles that I would find, like if you ever find a really old person and they look fantastic, like their skin looks great. It's because of either Pond's cold cream or Noxzema. So funny. I, I don't know. I can't confirm that that was all just and you know just uh so why are anecdotal. we not still using it is it bad right for you? this is well my- no and remember how minty and cool it would feel yes i think i think the reason i think honestly the reason we don't use it anymore is because um the products we use now are much more medical mm. you know like there's more ingredients there's more active ingredients more that there's just yeah like the science took over and noxima just wasn't flashy it was just basically mentholated cold cream. Yeah. Hmm. That what's your face was the. Um, oh, yeah. What is her name? Now everyone's yelling at us Car- in their car. No, not Carrie. I know. Sorry. It'll be not- by the end of this episode. We'll have Wait, it. Wait, didn't we already I, I just- have a fight about this? Like, I thought it was a Felicity girl and you said it wasn't. It's it was not. another girl. No, we okay. looked it up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we looked it up. Okay. Well, <laughs> we already decided that- I was right. It's, it's the girl with the curly hair. It's yes, yeah, she has curly hair. Everyone is yelling the answer in their car. And- it's something heart. Something. She's got her last name ends in like something heart. Okay, uh, it'll it'll come yes. to me anyway. Gearheart, Rebecca Gearheart. Gearheart. Yeah. Oh, you did it. You did it. Thanks, okay. So me. that reminds me of a couple of other really simple skincare products I used okay. when I was in like a teenager. One was Saint Ives um, apricot scrub. Okay, I do remember that. It has enormous like hulls in it. Yes, like. It's not like the scrubs that are little beads. Right. You'd be, you'd be using it and like there would pulpy. be, there was pulp. There would be like a, a hull, like kind of scratching your face. But I always thought that meant it was getting really clean. And, you know, so that was one of them. And then Seabreeze Toner. Do you remember Seabreeze Toner? Mm-mm. I think Seabreeze went out of fashion in the very early 90s or maybe even late 80s. And I think it was replaced by, um, there was another brand that sold a very bracing astringent okay and I can see it in my head maybe I'll think of it and that was more like I think high school age for me and then for you okay but I definitely remember Seabreeze like I remember when my skin started getting kind of greasy in like Mm -hmm. seventh or eighth grade I think I borrowed my sister's and was probably just drying myself out like crazy but that's so funny well that one of mine was those astringent pads that you'd wipe on your face and I can't is were they were they clear still like the really astringent stridex maybe I, I Stridex I, had like qu- they were quilted and super rough on your skin. Yeah, the, I yes, yes. I just don't remember Stridex as the name, but it doesn't matter. We're talking about the same thing. So I do remember those. 
Um, I also used Neutrogena, which I still use a lot of Neutrogena products, but the or- the bright orange like acne oh, that, face Yeah, wash. like the see-through bar. Yeah, so there was yes. the bar, and that was, I remember, like, really the when I first started washing my face as, like, a thing that you do, you know, sixth or seventh grade. Um, and then pretty soon after that, the pump, um, like, liquid, like liquid in the pump, but definitely yeah. oh, the yeah. soap bar first. Oh, I um, remember that smell. Yes. and Like then, a very medicinal smell. I was not a big beauty product person, and I'm still really not, but I did a mask, and it would come out, like, really sticky and clear on your fingers, and you'd spread it all over like you do a mask, and then when you'd peel it off, it was like peeling off, like, glue or something off your face. This it was sounds less, familiar. It was less thick than, like, a mud mask, right? So right. when it went on, it went on, it was clear. So it would be like if you had, like, a clear Elmer's glue or something like that, Um, and I remember just wanting it to kind of, like, pull all, like, this is gross. All like your blackheads black out. And, uh, yes. Like just wanting that like <laughs> clear feeling. Um, and I did that pretty often. I remember liking doing that. And that was one of the only kind of mask things I ever did. And again, I have no idea what the brand was, but it was very, it came off sticky and clear and kind of gummy on your fingers. And then you rubbed it around and it dried out and you peeled it off. That definitely is ringing a bell. Um, and it also reminds me of Biore pore strips. Right. I do remember those. I think I feel like I only did those at my friend's houses. I'm not sure if I ever bought them, but yes, they came out. I want to say I was in high school when those came out um, and I used them a lot for a short period of time. Yeah. And I never they were like weirdly satisfying because you could see the gunk yes. that they pulled out yes. of your face. That but was it was really like they satisfying. never quite pulled enough gunk out. Right. And I wanted them to pull out more gunk. Um, <laughs> I also remember reading uh, beauty magazines and like at the end where they would advertise all those products. Yes. There was always this little zit thing that you could buy and I always wanted to like send <gasps> yes. away for it that would like extract your blackheads yes. out of your face and I wanted one really badly and I never bought one for some reason I and I, I kind of one. to this day want one it's so satisfying you're not supposed so to was it like your... a little vacuum or no it was just like a circular the one I had was just circular but it just put enough pressure on the outside <laughs> to get the oh well, job that's what done. that's what they use like that's what estheticians use when you get a facial okay. they just well, it's just like this little some... I had something home bought and I did okay. not remember that until you just said that. Um, I also yeah. have a terrible memory. I'm realizing listeners are probably like, what the heck? <laughs> okay. Well, it's okay. You did remember. And that's the important thing. I just, okay. I think there, there was such an obsession. I think that the, um, I don't know, the theme we're seeing here is that there was like a, this obsession, this obsession with scrubbing mm-hmm. away and pulling and extracting things out of your face. And also that like the hope, that these products would provide, which seemed somehow yes. larger than just popping a blackhead. But like, yeah. you know, we would look like the Noxima girl. We all, we all really did. And I, I also just remembered one other thing when um, in the nineties was when proactive was becoming a uh-huh. thing, but it's expensive. And I remember the only girls I remember having it either had like serious acne problems or had money to spend on that. Okay. And I'm, I'm always just really surprised that, that proactive is still around and now it seems like it's just still hanging in there and doing really, really well. And I'm always curious, like if it's more, if it's more like in use, if you can buy it in stores, cause that was right. a big thing. You could not buy proactive in the store. You had to buy well, it and remember, on TV. Um, right. Yes. I do remember the TV commercials and the magazine, like before and afters. Yes, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So just another, I don't know, blast from the past. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest, I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh, but you know what's good to go? My shoes. 
I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately, the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather. But please don't make me pick a favorite. Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your Uptown Loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring. And no matter what shoes you choose, you'll be on the go in comfort because every single pair of Vionic shoes delivers their trademark Viomotion technology for a difference you can feel. Bionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning, and every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. We are welcoming back Ritual as a sponsor today. Megan, we both try to make healthy choices, but you know, sometimes it's tricky to sort through fact and fiction when it comes to supplements and vitamins to figure out just what they're doing for us. That's why I'm glad Ritual keeps studying their products and sharing the results, especially as it relates to women, since women are the focus of all Ritual's products, including the Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. And the results are super reassuring. Just as an example, Ritual conducted a university-led clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin, and it was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin is made with high-quality and traceable key nutrients in clean, bioavailable forms with nine key nutrients in two capsules per day. Plus, they are leading the industry when it comes to sustainability. They use lower carbon packaging and prioritize sustainably sourced ingredients. That kind of thoughtfulness really matters to me. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash the mom hour. Start Ritual or add the Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash the mom hour for 25% off. Uh, one other thing I was going to say is I do think Clarisil did have pads as well. I think now this is, this is going to be a little, this is going to sound a little strange. I have a weird memory for stuff like this. I believed Clearasil's pads were thinner. Okay. And had a more delicate quilt. Okay. And like, I don't know, like I think the weave was different. And okay. then I think the Stridex pads were like slightly rougher. Okay. And like more exfoliating. And, but I'm pretty sure the um, ingredients for both was pure rubbing alcohol. So. I think I'm pretty sure I had clear. So the, the name yeah. Stridex like doesn't ring a bell in the same familiar way that clear. So does. And I, I also, I'm pretty sure I remember the commercial for Stridex. The girl would like, you know, rub the pad over her face and like little stars would pop out like little animated stars <laughs> indicating cleanliness yes. and a complete lack of grease. So we'll have to look that up later too. <laughs> Oh, so many product related memories. I was just like a marketer's dream because yeah, I just retained just everything. Like, I'll take 10. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I, I think that um, we need to hear like what that clear mask was, because I bet you, again, there are yes, listeners who are like, me. oh, my yeah. gosh, we know. What and we're I, and about. I was much simpler and more limited. So it was probably made by Clearasil or Neutrogena. Right. Like it was, you know, I wasn't I wasn't probably sampling as many different things, but I just have a really clear memory of how it felt. 
peeling yeah. it off. Oh, yeah. Let's talk um, really quick about makeup. I, yep. I, th- I feel like with makeup, I don't remember really having any brands that I was really loyal to. I think I like to try a lot of different things. One exception is that I always had this compact um, by Maybelline. It was the same compact my sister had always used since I could remember. Um, so like a pressed powder. Mm-hmm. And it was minty smelling. It had like oh. a really kind of minty scent. And I think maybe it it may have been a Noxzema partnership or something. Okay. And I don't know that they sell it anymore because I have not been able to find the same minty, fresh, compact anymore. Yeah, I have a real visual image of the compact. I was not a compact. I didn't really wear makeup on my face till later. Um, so I didn't I don't even think I owned a compact, but I do remember the exact kind of shape and feel of the ones that other girls would carry around. Like they they were like kind of heavier and like yeah. more substantial than they are now. And I just Yeah, I totally agree. Specific memory. They felt like they were a thing that was going to yeah. stick around for a while. Often the inside where the um makeup went was metal, and I don't think that's the case anymore. I think they're just all plastic now. Right. But there would be like a metal like liner inside. Yeah. yeah. Um we you know, as coming of age in the 80s and 90s, we need to talk about like mascara and blue eyeshadow and stuff like that. But do you ever remember clear mascara? Yes, I do remember clear mascara. I, my mom got no me that. Place, it has no place in my heart because I am a <laughs> mascara person and have been my whole life. When we were just together, I forgot my mascara, which is like a cardinal sin in my world. Yeah. And your mascara was like a hundred years old. Like it had no black stuff <laughs> left on it. You were like, you can use mine. I'm like, what is this? You know, at one point you're like, can we just go to the gift shop and get new mascara? I was like, I'm so sorry my mascara failed you. The thing is, I use it as a way to, and then that was actually one that had just been in that makeup bag for a while. So it wasn't the best, but I just didn't care. Right. I just use a lot of mascara. Like any other makeup product could last me 10 years and I would need to throw it out. But I actually go through mascara before the date after which you should throw it away. You know how they say like you shouldn't keep eye makeup longer than whatever it is. But we all do. We all have like eight-year-old eyeshadow in our drawers but mascara I actually go through it and I never run out of it it's like a security thing and next time I'll be sure to have a better backup for you that's right I mean I should not have forgotten my mascara that was ridiculous um so clear mascara mascara is useless it is useless and my eyelashes are blonde at the tips which is why Mm. I need mascara so clear does nothing for me I need yeah, no, it's 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 a useless product. I will say my mom got it for me when I was 11 as my like introduction oh, into that, makeup. I think that's yeah, I get that. And so I used it, you know, till it was gone. <laughs> so for my entire, you know, year that I was 11, that would have been going into 7th grade for me. And so I was I would use it and I'd be like, "Really? <laughs> Is this what it does?" because I just don't it would make them like slightly harder. And okay. thicker and longer, but my eyelashes are blonde. Yeah, yeah, and not particularly long, so it was just kind of dumb. But it did kind of show me how to use the brush, and yeah. I, I can, you know, I, I can see and the value. And then you don't have the thing where, like, you, like an eleven-year-old could quite easily use way too much mascara, and, oh, like, make a big mess, right. and look terrible. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that, but like, since yeah. then, I've been like, well, this is dumb. I don't. I'd love to know. I'd love to hear from someone for whom, you know, clear, clear mascara. mascara actually served a purpose. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. And maybe if you have really dark lashes, that is like it could separate and. Yeah. And add a little. Yeah. Add a little um, little thickness and little, you know, just the appear, the illusion of more length. But yeah, I don't know. Um, Well, for mascara, I wrote down blue mascara, which is a very now we're getting like late 90s. So by the late 90s, you were having babies already. And this is where like our paths maybe 
diverge a little bit, but but blue mascara was also big in the late eighties. Really? Okay. He had a so comeback. Yeah, I missed it then, but I think it had like a short lived. But I loved. I was all over that blue mascara. I just like all mascara, but not clear mascara. I um, think blue mascara came back around the time that like jelly sandals came back. There was this yes, brief mm-hmm. it's end like of rave the nineties. Like, yep, yep. That, and that was actually pretty big where I was because. There's a lot of, I don't know, I grew, like, I feel like my high school had as much alternative fashion as it did mainstream preppy fashion, like yep. well, not very preppy. So you were either like hippie fashion or like rave, fa- like rave culture or surf culture, but there wasn't as much like, I don't know, like I've, I've talked before about the J crew catalog, how it was like, might as well have been Mars to me. Cause nobody I knew dressed like Abercrombie and <laughs> J crew like until I went to the Midwest. So it, it is, it's another, maybe a regional thing, but I agree. I think the jelly yeah. sandals, the blue mascara was like a late nineties, but yeah, I liked the blue mascara. And all the, and all the colorful nail polish is like, yes, that started that to make too. a comeback mm-hmm. Yeah, Most when I was clueless. in college. Yep. So that yep. was. So Clueless, I think, was 95, but then it might have taken a couple years. But that hard candy brand, and I remember a light yep. yellow, and I remember, I was probably 17, so you were definitely in college by this point. And I just remember that really um, opaque, kind of thick-looking, um, like not, sh- yeah, very matte and mm-hmm. thick pastel colors, and I had a yellow that I really liked. Yeah, hard candy was just starting to take off, I thought, like in the... I don't know, 95, 96. It was in Delia's. Okay. You could buy yes, it Delia's, in Delia's. Yes. And yeah. Um, and, and I actually, Jenna and I in college mixed our own because we didn't, we didn't pay. We weren't going to pay for hard candy nail polish. We would go buy wet and wild in different colors. Then we buy white and we'd oh, mixed our own. Oh, so we cool. had like all kinds of pastels that we just made in college, which was really fun. Okay. So it's just kind of funny that that stuff was kind of 80s prep. Like it, it was, there was just a weird period of time where like, trends were coming and going and coming and back and going away and coming back mm-hmm. and going away. And like it, it's kind of funny now looking back at relatively how short a period there yeah. were between things going away and coming back yeah. because there had been the very natural yes. look for a while. Yeah. And then that kind of came back and it, it was just kind of going back and forth, yeah. back and forth. And remember vamp. What's vamp? Vamp was that around that same time was that purpley, like super dark, almost black purpley nail polish. Oh, it got, was that a brand or a color? Uh, it was a color. I want to say it was a L'Oreal, specifically okay. a L'Oreal color, but it was huge in like 1995. Okay. But yeah, probably, I, mean, I feel like I remember that look. Yeah. It was like very, uh, it was, it was kind of around the same time as chunky heels. Yeah. 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 You yeah. put on your chunky heels, <laughs> you'd put on your going out top and your black pants and your vamp in the Midwest anyway. I don't I know what you, you guys did on the coast, but <laughs> so. I love it. Oh, all right. Well, let's move on to lips because lips for me is its own category because of my obsession with lip balms. Okay. I could probably name off 75 lip balms that I've gone. And that's probably not even. We probably don't have time for that. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I will say pot of gloss was one that is hugely in my head. And there were two different pot of glosses. So there was the original pot of gloss, which was like in the seventies. And I don't think that was still around. Okay. But then Bonnie Bell came out with something mm-hmm. called a gloss pot, but a lot of people called it pot of gloss, but I don't think it was actually called. So this is how this is how deep my lip balm knowledge runs. Okay. There was another pot called Candy Kisses, and it was like a little tin, and they had all of these different flavors. Like I remember there was a vanilla mixed like a cherry vanilla and a few other ones, and that was really goopy and it tasted super great. And then there was kissing coolers. Those were like a little um 
like a little lipstick thing mm-hmm. and they had a swirl. It was like a tinted swirl. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's just, you know, th- those are just, just three to get you started. I mean, <laughs> I I have similar memories about the little pots, but I can't remember like brands and flavors that I cared about. Actually, what I I remember carrying around a lot was the old school Carmex pot that had, again, oh. that very menthol-y, um, like almost burnt, not burn, but like that make your lips kind of tingle. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And almost thinking that it was like, like purposefully reactionary to all of the flavors and fancy that it was just Carmex, like in a kind of like purposefully Mm. scaled back retro way. Um, I did not like Carmex. I don't like the way it feels on my lips. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the Bonnie Bell chapsticks and the different flavors. I don't, I just don't remember caring quite as much as you did. Maybe I cared deeply and I, I I would get into some and I'd like the texture like sometimes I'd really be wa- wanting like a waxier one and sometimes mm-hmm. I'd really be wanting oh you know who else made made a really good one I don't know if they still do is Bath and Body Works they had these like fat tubes of lip balm in several different flavors that okay a lot too so. um when in that she knows.com blog post one that came up which is later was the mac lip glass do you remember that? Oh, so that I think I of. was in college. So that would have been like very like even probably early 2000s. It was super shiny. So you'd put on whatever color and then it was like lacquer um, and it was totally clear, completely clear. Um, came more yeah. like in the Vaseline squeeze tube. Um, so I had forgotten about that one. Um, my lipstick memory is of a Clinique. So I have two things to say about Clinique. I'll just say them both now. But Clinique was, again, the department store (laughs) brand that like my mom would have shopped Mm -hmm. and they always had the free samples or the the things that came home if you bought like twenty five dollars or more. And then you came home with like the little um, and probably they still do that. I don't know. They do. And because I have bags. Yeah. Like I'll get I'll end up yes. with makeup bags and they're yeah. like always the makeup bags yeah. are great. But those were, you know, sometimes my mom would give me the whole bag with everything inside or like let me go through it and pick something. So I just have very like even as a kid, like thinking that was grown up makeup. But sometimes I was treated to it via the free samples. Right. But then when I was a little older, um, there was a lipstick um, kind of like a lipstick lip gloss in this skinny silver tube. And this is the one that I went Googling for because I couldn't remember the color. <laughs> and sure enough, it came up right away because it was I was not very original. A lot of people were wearing it. So it was um, Black Honey and it was their barely it's called like not lipstick or something. I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, but the color was Black Honey and it was it it twisted up like a lipstick tube, but skinnier and taller. Does that make sense? Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, just remember thinking it was a very versatile grown up color. Hmm. That does actually, yeah. I kind of want to find that now because I it was really a great, like, it was a great color. I would wear it now. It was berry, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And I really like lipsticks that aren't super opaque and thick and that go on yeah. like a little more color than a lip gloss, like a balm, but a right. little less than a lipstick. Yeah. So. Hmm. Well, I just have one category left. Okay. But we, you know, I have I have no idea how long we've been talking and I didn't sing as many jingles as I, I mean, would have liked. So. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> but I have two cents. Okay. And honestly, I could probably name a dozen that I have associations with um, from that age. But I just picked two. OK. One is Navy. I don't know if you remember Navy. It sounds familiar. And it was very popular. I'm going to say 89, 90, 91, like in that time frame. OK. Um, it was just in this very kind of minimalist looking bottle the ads were all i read a lot of fashion magazines and beauty magazines in those days and i remember there was always 
Like the girl always would look, you know, like vaguely nautical. Yeah, I do. This is sounding familiar. And it was just a very fresh scent. I just remember thinking it was really light and it was kind of easy, like an easy transition from not wearing perfume into wearing perfume. Mm -hmm. And then the other one I remember that I'd forgotten all about, this is from later in the 90s, was Sunflowers. Oh, yes. That one was a little sweeter. Um, Looking back, I don't know if I'd like it now. Like I kind of want to go smell it again. Mm -hmm. Like I think I need to go to the department or the drugstore and just smell all of the perfumes i don't know if that you can even test those anymore like i don't think they have testers out for that stuff anymore i don't know um but i want to smell them all because i want to remember what they smelled like so those are my sure it would bring back all of those like (laughs) olfactory triggered memories yes yeah like probably some disappointment like at the seventh grade dance will always be burned my mind with electric Uh, youth or something probably um so my scent was heaven from gap Gap had those four. There was oh, yeah. grass, dream, heaven, and one more, I feel like. And they were color coded, right? Like wasn't yep. like one of them was heaven, blue and one was yeah. purple. So I think dream was a blue, almost like a indigo or violety blue. And then heaven was more of like a turquoise. Okay. Um and you could get the little silver canisters that were like kind of travel sized. Um and I I mean, I think that was the only scent I wore from when I was like twelve. I mean, or you know, whenever it was fun to go get some perfume, like forever like yeah you know I, I think I eventually just stopped wearing perfume but um and I loved the smell I mean it was again like not particularly original like but sure. I I loved it another one that just popped into my head was white musk Jovan mm-hmm. white musk which then also body shop had a version like their own version of white musk and white musk is always kind of like a sweet but I don't know not super heavy smell so I remember I've going into the body kind of shop did the body shop by you have like, like the actual liquid yeah. pots where you could like pull you the little glasters out? Yeah. And I yeah. never created my own, but I do remember going in there with friends and just smelling and smelling and smelling. It was all the really concentrated yep. oils or whatever, like the essential pieces of it. And then you could create whatever products. I don't think I ever yeah. did that, but I just remember going, I always remember going in and smelling patchouli and thinking it was so gross and like laughing. But this, I mean, this is when we're like literally like 11, like giggling oh, because like, so why Thank would you. anyone want to smell like that? People really do love patchouli. You know? Yeah. It's a thing. Um, but yes, no, I totally remember that. And I also never actually made one. I think, I think I was intimidated yeah. by that. I wanted to smell it, but really what I wanted is someone to sell me yeah. a bottle of yeah. a scent that they had decided yeah. was good. And I like, still feel I that way. I actually like when other people buy me um, scented, whatever, whether it's perfume or some, I, I prefer someone else pick it out. I just don't have like, my nose does not have strong opinions. It's like most of it smells pretty good to me and I get really overwhelmed picking it out. So I love getting well, perfume as a gift. It's kind of like when you go wine tasting yeah, and you taste the first one, you're like, that was pretty good. Yeah. And then you taste the next one, you're like, that was pretty good. And then by the time you get to the fourth one, you have no memory of what the right. first one tastes like. Yeah. It's exactly like that with perfume. It's yeah. very, it is overwhelming. Yeah. Because and I actually, I like good. getting it as a gift because then it's, it's just sort of like the decision's been made and it's something special and <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, well, have we, have we covered like all of our bodies and I mean, hmm. there was a lot there. There was a lot there. 88 through 98, probably 1988 yeah. through 1998. We spanned 10 years of personal care and I know there's, we could have gone deeper, but you know, I don't think anyone needs that from us today. No, um, we will link up. I'll link up the couple blog posts that I found that did a fun, like nostalgia, you know, where you can see the products and trigger so many memories. Um, and then anything else we can find, we'll link up at the mom hour. If any, if anybody out there still uses the traditional Noxima in a jar or has a hot tip on where I can find it, 
please let me know because I'm actually kind of want to try it again. Yeah. Let, let well. her know, people. <laughs> All right. This is fun. We will yeah, talk to you guys fun. on Tuesday. The Mom Hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I have been having just the best time making my new podcast, The Teas Made. I launched back in November and so far I've covered topics like staying warm on cold winter walks, nurturing creativity, how to be a great host, and even Nordic secrets to loving winter. Well, you know I am fan number one of The Teas Made. It's got such a cozy vibe, and it seems like you've really hit your stride in covering topics like wellness, self-care, comforting rituals and routines, and home and family life. Just look for The Teas Made with Megan Francis wherever you get your podcasts, or head to theteasmade.com to find all the episodes.